Um, good evening, everyone. I know it might not be evening when you're listening to it, but it is a beautiful, balmy bank holiday Monday. Uh, I am sat in my beautiful abode in Hampshire uh, with a broken window, which I didn't discuss off air. We'll just, uh, I might talk about that with you guys later. Uh, <laughs> but um, I have two, maybe not here in body, but certainly in spirit. Henry, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. And Tom, not all tired the this week. Good. Tom Shamai, how are you? And how's Cardiff reveling in Premier League promotion, I'd expect? It was yesterday. It's uh, a lot calmer now. But yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good. Uh, so the season has officially finished for us. We unfortunately missed out on our um, playoff um, sort of opportunities, which we were obviously trying to get for. That was taken by the scallywags of Lincoln, who managed to scrape through um, despite a draw at home. Uh, and Mansfield failed to take a their chance on that and all um so we finished 18th 51 points uh we won four out of our last five only barnet who unsurprisingly got the draw against does uh, as the immovable object and the unstoppable force hit each other uh four games ago are our only blips um how have you found the season mr barber um I think I can sum it up by just saying how glad I am that it's over. <laughs> I think I think that's all that needs saying, Alex, to be Thanks. honest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right, that's it. Um, Tom, you, if you're going to say the same, we'll, we can end it on about two minutes. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to, until about five games ago, I would have echoed exactly those thoughts, but now with a form team in the league, I wish it wasn't ending. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Um, it is pretty... Uh, hang on, I've got a... Oh. Uh, <laughs> so I will, go, <laughs> I will go into it. So I record in the kitchen and our window got smashed, uh, the front pane. So I don't dare open it. And obviously it's absolutely sweltering. So the front door is open and I've just seen uh, <laughs> our three-year-old nearly run out after going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. He's making a break for it. Um, so um, I'm kind of watching uh, my beautiful partner Leanne do the same thing that that Korean wife did in that um, <laughs> in that interview on telly, trying to be really quiet and pulling the kid back. <laughs> um, I I agree wholeheartedly, Tom. That's a mate. It was it's one of those things, isn't it? We now go into uh, the off season buoyed and full of confidence. Um, we've beaten some really good teams in that. Uh, very few of them were not playing for for nothing, um, so um, I think that's a pretty good I- idea. I mean, who have we played that was we're not really playing for anything? Can you guys think of anybody? Because I am going to look. Sw- Swindon weren't really playing for anything. Stevenage, yeah, and that was a nil-nil draw. Like the the win against Swindon was against a bit of a team. They kind of had half a sniff, but they weren't really sort of pushing and. Had Phil they, Brown in charge. They finished ninth, and they did. They, I know they were on a dreadful run, but they were still, you know, they were still within a chance of, you know. Yeah, they had half a chance, but so, it wasn't sort of really a, a like a proper in the thick of it type thing. No, absolutely. But it was still, they were still playing for something at least. Yeah. So, um, yeah okay. Yeah. Swindon, Barnet, Chesterfield, Wickham were playing for for in for it. Coventry. So I mean, going back to, would you say Port Vale? In March, were playing for anything? Yeah, yeah. Well, they were at that point. They were still in the scrap, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Uh, so we probably even Carlisle. I mean, I'm looking at sort of a big old thick wedge of sort of like Cheltenham to sort of Newport, in which 
pretty much every team we've played in the last since the start of March have had something to play for apart from Stevenage. So, I mean, that's an impressive run from Jolly, isn't it? Yeah, very good. Very good. I think he's completely transformed the team and the atmosphere around the club in the space of three months, which can't be uh, understated how impressive that was, really. How? Um, I. I think I think when we were despondent after games like Yeovil and Cambridge away, I think sitting in this position uh, with the run that we finished on just seemed like a world away. So a massive transformation. This is this is a good this is a good thing. Uh, so is a we're going to talk about our high points. Let's talk about the low point. I'm going to give you a choice of four, and I'm going to start with you, Tom. So Yeovil away, uh, Crawley away. Uh, Cambridge away or Coventry away? Which was your low point of the season out of those four? If, you, if you've got another to pick, you can throw it out there. Uh, de- definitely Yeovil out of all of them. Coventry wasn't a low point because didn't expect to win there at the given the point in the season. And for both clubs, we'd only just got Jolly in and they were going for the playoffs. But Yeovil was just a total shambles. Uh, Crawley when we played them that was just when they were on that run uh, I think they won something like 7 out of 8 games didn't they yeah they were on a pretty good run yet um, so I don't think you can call that on what was the other option Cambridge the week after we lost 3-1 they just lost their manager as well we were relatively in a similar position uh, that one must have been pretty low because I've clearly wiped that one from memory because I don't remember <laughs> anything about that. So. It was it was it was the day that Henry decided to be a part timer and leave after about sixty minutes. But you know me, old hardy soul me, <laughs> stayed behind. That, I, I've done that on multiple occasions. <laughs> I was going to say Tom is Tom is guilty of the same thing. I can I know that for a fact. Sheffield United. Uh, who else? I think Halifax on, Halifax on a Tuesday night. Tom, do you remember that? Uh, I've done it on several occasions after 50 minutes or so. Oh, I love a good walkout. But over five nil down, I was on their YouTube channel storming out, and the uh, uh, commentator was like, "Oh, and they're leaving early." And there's me like walking out in a huff. I remember actually. Come to think of it, Rotherham four-one when we lost at the Don Valley. Oh yeah, I stormed out early. We got spanked, and the worst part about it, if anyone who hasn't didn't have the uh, beautiful opportunity of going to the Solus Bowl that is the Don Valley Stadium, um, it had it's kind of built into the ground, and the way that the away fans exited was to walk around a bank on top of the the open stands, all the way around this running track for about three hundred, four hundred meters. So as the town fans were leaving at four nil down, they were getting pelted. Uh, by um, disinterested Rotherham fans because at the time we were all fighting amongst each other um, out of the stadium for a good sort of minute and a half as they were all having to trudge one by one which was quite amusing I think you'd probably have to be there but I enjoyed it and Henry what about you what was your low point Um, thinking back I think probably Yeovil away because I do remember listening to that and that was the first sort of game where I really thought we'd had it and yeah. Slade was still in charge and with Mitch Rose getting sent off after three minutes. But um, I think this, the, a real kick in the balls was probably Cambridge away after that because we finally got rid of Slade. It was the first game in the sort of post-Slade era yeah, and it was absolutely dreadful. And that was sort of 
a secondary sort of gut punch really in terms of well we we're probably not getting out of it that's how i felt at the time so it was a, a really um, toxic day as well it really was yeah 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 amongst the fans and just the way <laughs> amongst the players us. Playing and, <laughs> yeah and even like the scott vernon incident that got brushed over yeah scott vernon doing the, but he hasn't played since has he he's had one he's come off the bench a couple of times i think yeah um yeah uh, but yeah, I think mine might be. Yeah, I think mine might be. Um, might be Cambridge, because it was it was in that period in which we were always playing for a good thirty minutes beforehand. Start again. We started really well. We start really every. We did exactly the same at Crawley, and then we just fell to pieces. Did uh, the same at Coventry as well. To be fair, we did. Yep, and we did the same at Crawley. We did the same at um, Exeter as well, if I remember, and and Carlisle. Um, we we played. We had some bright spells and then just fell to pieces. Uh, but yeah, they are a long time ago because we are now the informed team. Promotion is on, isn't it? He's got. How are we? How are we feeling about that? It's kind of a, a massive turnaround. Given it only a month ago, we were um, all crying in at Cambridge and Coventry and Lincoln or wherever. We're now um, the informed team in the league. We are. Um... Yeah, I but think, I think a few people are getting carried away with like plays that we should retain just because we've put a bit of form together. <laughs> I still think like the majority of this squad should be on the bike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I th- I think it's a case of he's done an extremely good job of polishing turds. Um, I think if we're going to have a real serious push at promotion next year or whatever, I think there's going to have to be a real drastic turnaround. So we'll, in terms of personnel at the club, we, but we'll brush onto that later. I should yeah, expect. well, we can get, we can kind of go on to it. Obviously, the, the probably the re- the list might be released tomorrow, and I can imagine that's not a, a day that anybody looks forward to. But the players we will be left with are Dixon, uh, Mitch Rose, um, Sam Kelly, uh, Harry Cardwell, JJ Hooper, and 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 that is it. So not I a, think. From from that list, really, Mitch Rose and Hooper have picked up form under Jolly. Yeah, okay. Uh, Hooper Hooper with the hat trick, but even when he was playing out wide, he's become more and more effective. He's he's. Um, was it you that made the comparison between him and Monkhouse? Yeah, well, just purely because he was on the wing and winning headers. Yeah, uh, it was a very Monkhouse style of play when he was out wide. But I mean, from the others of that list, Dixon. I mean. Dreadful. Arguably, earlier in the season, I thought he was probably one of the worst left backs I've ever seen play for the club. Yeah, Kelly has been non-existent. And <laughs> in quite, in quite, had, had yeah had had one substitute appearance under Jolly, where I thought he looked half decent. I think it might have been Port Vale, uh, and then Cardwell's a bit of an interesting one because uh, under Jolly, especially, he, he, he runs around a lot. He works hard and. He's popular with a large section of home support because it's evident when he gets when there's a boo, like the fans are booing when he gets taken off and stuff. But he just seems really ineffective to me. Like when I when I watch him play or I look at the highlights, he's just a yard behind the pace. He's really slow and he can't finish. So I just don't see what the value is in keeping him. Well, we have to unless we unless we we're gonna yeah, unless know, we get know, some big but, money in. <laughs> but if he, he was um, if if he was on the retainer, Chuck, if he was out of contract to the end of the season, I wouldn't hesitate in getting rid. To be honest, yeah, 
It just doesn't ever look like scoring, and it doesn't seem to me, although he runs around a lot, he doesn't really seem to contribute that much. And what's your thoughts on them, Tom? So uh, do you need me to remind you of them, or are you all right? No, go, go on, remind me. Uh, Dixon, uh, Mitch Rose, um, Sam Kelly, Cardwell and Hooper are all the ones that are listed until uh, 2019. I'm just going to count them up while you're talking. What, so have we, if they're listed till 2019, we can't get rid of them, can we, unless we pay them off? No, I just wanted your, your thoughts on them and how they and where you see them uh, in, in a place oh, next year and such. I agree with uh, Henry that Cardwell's been largely ineffectual, but he does seem to work hard. Uh, and he's perhaps a confidence player. Maybe if those two got those two chances he had against Lincoln, for example, where the bar and the post, if they go in on another sort of day, goes to uh, goes on to score five or six in the running. You don't know, do you? Um, he's not really had a look in before Jolly came in. Um, and then Kelly, I think he's been injured, Danny. He, uh, yeah, he has. Yeah. Um. I don't really be either blown away or offended by him when I have seen him play. Uh, Dixon, uh, I think I'll, me and the people that went to Cheltenham uh, probably saw Dixon's performance of the season. He was probably our man of the match that night. He had a cracking game. Uh, but I don't really think he's done anything else. In, certainly not in the games that I've seen and I think that's been highlighted by his absence in the second half of the season uh, who else was there? Uh, yeah, was Cardwell just, and Hooper my brother earlier uh, Rose uh, I think I'd still get rid of him uh, I don't think we're going to get that many penalties next season and that's been where he's mainly been useful during this running uh, I don't think we'll ever get as many penalties as we've had this season ever again in the history of the club, to be honest with you. Um, and then uh, JJ Hooper. Uh, did he score against Wickham when we went to the Wickham game earlier in the season, Henry, at home? Uh, I wasn't at that game. I was. Oh, yeah. I've forgotten. I, I can tell you. He scored a few goals. He did score a few goals earlier in the season. I went he? there. I was at that game. Did he, did I never he, get to home games. Uh, I was out of that game. I can't remember if he was one of the scorers. He I was, yeah, 65 minutes. And the Colchester game as well. I think he scored in that game. Oh, and then he scored that. a few in the running. So, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe Jolly can get something out of him. It's really hard to tell, isn't it? Because we've had such a bad season. I, I'm, I still err on the side that the only players that we should be retaining are um, that that we have an option to get get rid of or keep our Macca, um, Clifton, uh, the right back we got from Boston, whose name always escapes me. Zach Mills. Zach Mills uh, and Siriki Dembele. And maybe Fox, because the games that I've seen Fox play, I've been fairly impressed by him and most people have said that he's done all right. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly get, probably, we'll get the list tomorrow, so it'll be really good to dive so, through it. Um, just, just uh, sorry, Alex. Just looking back, then, who would your player of the season be? Me, Macca. starting with Alex. Can I not? Alex. I, I'm not going to pick Macca because that's just boring. Um, so give me a minute. 
go to um, go to Tom. <laughs> okay, Tom, to Tom. Tom, have you, Tom, have you, you got can't look beyond season? anyone else but Maka, can you? Some of the saves he's made this season, I think he's been without doubt his best season for us since he's been at the club and he's been here ages. Yeah, I know, I know. And, and it's a given. I, that's who I voted for. But what I'd really like to do is try and think of somebody else as well who may have played just as, not as well, but has certainly has, has done something instrumental in what has been a turgid season. Okay, so so my name that I put out there... You have to give it to Mitch there, Rose on the for his goals um, from the penalty spot. The name, the name I throw in there based on before Christmas one would be Luke Summerfield. Okay. He, he had a run in October, November, sort of before Christmas, where he was putting in some really good performances. And he was definitely the standout player. Yeah. Because yeah. um, there, there was a spell where we were all agreeing that he looked a completely different player than he did last season. Yeah, no, um, I would probably agree. So I think I think I think he deserves some recognition in that in that respect. Yeah, I think I mean I think uh, a couple of players are worth recognising because uh, James McEwen is is my player of the season, but Danny Collins has been pretty good. I think Andrew Fox coming in has been uh, a revelation at left back. I- I'm exceptionally excited that with Jolly having such a small window of only getting unlisted players. Obviously, it's someone he's worked with before. That help always is a good thing. Seems to be for town managers to bring in people they know. Um, he's been brilliant. He's replaced Dixon, and even if Dixon's here, I want to see Fox here, or if he can get somebody in better. Um, Mills has been good. Um, Clifton has been a, just a nice breath of fresh air to have someone local in the team. Uh, I'm going to name yeah. everybody. Clif- but Clifton, I, Clif- yeah. Clifton's my young player of the year. I think. Yeah, and I, I, do you know what? In the last couple of games, I've been quite impressed with Wolford. Yeah, since he moved into central midfield in that three, with think, Mitro's behind him, he's looked a good player. I think he's been okay. But yeah, obviously it's Maka who gets the award for me. Uh, obviously, I'm sure McAllister has been our best player, uh, just because he's <laughs> not been around. <laughs> and we've got this sort of uh, Zidane-esque midfielder that's just not being picked for no reason at all. Uh, <laughs> so, just... You, no, you don't go there, the... we know the reason why. Please do not. <laughs> no, but... Do you, do you do you think we'll ever know about players like Osborne and Clements, all all the players that the exodus that took that took place in January? Do do you think we'll know the reasons, and do you think that any of those players that left will do anything in their careers more than the conference? I think Osborne will. Uh, Asante still has a chance. Uh, the others probably not. Um, I don't know about you guys. What do you think, Tom? Well, from that statement that Fenty made, it sounded like quite a few of them were one away anyway, which, given the style of football we're playing under Slade, is uh, fairly understandable if you're Jamie Osborne, because he was in set midfield, so he's being bypassed all the time anyway, so he probably did want a way just to actually touch a football. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Everybody's raved about Jamie Osborne, to be honest with you. I haven't seen him. He's played that little. The times when I've been there, he's not. I don't think he, I can recall him being on the pitch. Yeah, so I think... I really- sorry, I think he's he's very much guilty of what McAllister was and uh, a couple of other guys. Is When you're in such a shit team and they're playing so crap, when you're not playing, you get better and better um, until you're um, almost, as I said, Z- Zidane-esque. Uh, Osborne showed really well last season what he was capable of. But, um, yeah, how can you not be disillusioned working at that club at that time? Um, I think it's a show of somebody who is slightly probably needs a little bit more of a hand around them. Uh, I'd imagine, could you imagine a player like Toto in that sort of team 
who always is a, a very much a person that likes a lot of uh, not man managing, but a lot of confidence needs breathing into him. You can imagine being in that Slade team. Like, it's not hard to imagine people going to pot in it. Uh, mm. I don't know. What yeah, that. definitely. Definitely. So, do you think our season would have played out differently after Christmas if we'd have retained most of those players? Um, oh, I'd, if we'd have retained the players but kept Slade, absolutely not. Uh, because yeah, there's no I, point. I, I think I agree. There's no point in having Osborne in the midfield because Slade just bypassed it. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, so, um, I don't think it'd have played out much different. Um, my personal opinion, it's quite nice because it highlights again the inadequacies of people in the club. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's um, it's a it's a I don't think so. It's just we had quite a busy. It's it's a shame because it feels a little bit like there's silverware. I th- I'd imagine Asante and and Osborne had the ability to do something bigger, and um, for all Big Knot's faults, Fruit Loop or not. Um, I think they had a, a bit of quality about them. They've obviously Osborne. Did he win Player of the Season for Solihull this year? Possibly. I mean, he was on fire when he joined them. He's been on fire since he since he got there. I think. Yeah, and um, it's a shame, and it's it's very it's interesting to work out how we don't. I think that Jolly's a bit of a pragmatist, and the t- way the team are playing at the moment, I don't think is necessarily indicative of the ethos and what he wants to play. Uh, with his own team, no, so, I agree. I think I think he's just been fitting the pegs into the best holes that he can fudge for the rest of the season, kind of thing. Yeah, just making making the most out of what he's got, which is the correct, which was the correct thing to do, and it's paid off for him. What about you, Tom? Uh, Have you got anything to add to that before I go on to the um, the little bit of hyping up? Uh, well, I think it'll be interesting to see who Jolly brings in with his connections at Burnley and his connections in Sweden, because. Um, there are a lot of English players in Sweden who have sort of gone over there from even further down than like League Two, like uh, sort of non-league clubs and that to go professional and obviously no doubt improve while they've been there because they've been playing professional football to see whether he might go in and try and bring someone back um, and and what he can bring in I think that's quite an exciting prospect actually it might probably now I've said that will won't come to fruition at all but I'm quite excited by the thought that he's gonna pick up a gem from Sweden that's been overlooked because championship manager mate championship manager they've gone from I don't know someone like Solihull Moors to turn professional in Sweden under uh under him or whatever Did, has, has anyone listened to that uh the coach's voice thing where he talks about the team that he's managing when they beat Malmo 3-1. I think that was came... I think that was his job interview, wasn't it? He just played uh, that and then wandered off. How, uh, how he came up with the tactics. I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and we'll, we'll jump off the back of that. How? Let's have our little moment this sun. So, obviously, we're the uh, top-performing team in League 2 now, without a doubt, because Barnett have off. Um so, best team going into next year. We've got a new upcoming manager, and he's hopefully we've uh, we've caught the the tide of it beforehand of getting somebody who's eating crisps. Oh, sorry, Not yeah. me. It was me with some, uh, Cadbury's nibbles. <laughs> Fine, uh, mute your mic. <laughs> it's not a conference call. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, so um, yeah, what was the question? I've forgotten now. 
So it was we're obviously really going for, through. He's done something with he's wonders with a team, polishing dog turds, and has been able to pick up people. How excited should we be for next season, Henry? Um, I'm going to be a pragmatist, and we're going to do that in a minute. You get you get yourself beefed up. Hold wow, I just can't. This season's really taken it out of me. Um, I, I to be honest, if we're mid table with an outside chance in March of the playoffs, then I think that's a perfectly fine season, and I don't think we can expect much more than that. To be honest, he's building a completely new team in the first proper English club he's managed in senior football. So he's he's worked wonders with what he's got so far, but he's this is his first transfer window to fully build a squad from scratch. So I think we need to sort of keep our expectations limited a bit, to be honest. Do you think our expectations are too high, Tom? Do you think they're going to put him under a bit of pressure and maybe even turn a little bit ugly 10, 20 games into the season if... Um things if we're finding ourselves in a similar position to where we are now which is 18th um, well no doubt if, if we find ourselves in a relegation battle again everyone will um, throw the dummies out of the crown but I don't think they'll turn it on jolly I think they'll turn on the board again um, but no, I'm quite optimistic I'm thinking yeah playoffs <laughs> minimum <laughs> what I've, about you Alex um, it's hard not to get slightly excited it's hard not to look at what he's been able to do so far and not take it uh, another way. But there's also a, a thought in me is obviously he is inexperienced. We've never seen him in a transfer window of his own. And obviously, I think almost he might have a bit too much to work with, that he's got too much of a blank page where he can do what he wants and may go a bit big knot and um, overindulge, so to, so to speak, um, and by everybody. Um it's not. It's hard not to be excited by what we've got. I know we fell over it. It was a great appointment by the board, uh, but it's exactly the way clubs like us who are in, we're fighting and we what finished. I can't remember, but we're in the 90th, 80th um, best football team in the football league. We're bottom of the barrel, and if we go for the same people that the likes of the championship and everybody else, we're just going to get the, the has-beens and the has-nots. and the So we need to yeah. think a little bit differently and do different things and be exciting, be the Oakland A's of the Football League. Um, yeah. And this is the sort of thing we need to do. He's going to, and obviously his options that he's got, he's, there's got, we've, me and you have spoken about this a million times. Like there's got to be someone in the Ukrainian league or the, or the, the Bulgarian league or the Romanian second division who are, who is killing it. And we can get in for two euros a month. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. His his connections in Sweden will come into play because there's, yeah, there's going to be players there who perhaps they could probably make as much money in Sweden, but a lot of footballers like to be near home, don't they? Andrew Fox is a perfect example. Obviously worked with him. I mean, not even going to pronounce it, but the team in Sweden he worked with, that's how he knew him. And look at the quality he's at. I think in a way we kind of over egg exactly how good league two is. It's dog shit. Um, And I think if you are organized and have a dedication, hard work and a system and a couple of plans, I think you can do pretty much, you can get out of this league pretty easily, actually. Uh, but I think most of them get stuck in a headspace of buying the same turd every every year. 
and buying the the rejects off Burnley and not looking elsewhere. And this is exactly the same sort of mantra we came out of the conference with, isn't it? Instead of looking at those guys that are coming down and falling down the leagues, look at the guys coming up. Let's let's spend a little bit, fifty grand, seventy five grand on a, on a bogle, and then see where it goes. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think to be fair, that's what Hurst did pretty much. The oh whole yeah, absolutely. Time. Yeah. The club, um, we just as soon as you bring Slade in, that's what you get. Yeah, absolutely. And you'd, we'd have got exactly the same thing if we brought Phil Brown in. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the fact that Phil Brown did nothing at Swindon since he joined pretty much sums that up. I think we dodged a real bullet by not being able to get him. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. he's going to get the Sunderland job. He's not. I would love to see Robbie Sockdale get it. Or I mean, that Parkinson? who's the manager at Bolton? I don't know, but they. Don't know. I don't know, but they're in the championship, aren't they? Apparently, the Bolton yeah, they are. Yeah, the Sunderland job. I mean, they're they're a team worth having for championship manager next season, but um, yeah, it's going to be um, I'm I'm excited, but I'm I'm slightly cautious as ever about the way sort of like maybe too much expectation now. Um, we won a, a pretty much nothing game yesterday. Uh, on Saturday, sorry, uh, JJ Hooper was brilliant. I've been a massive critic of him. He has been shit up until um, uh, Jolly came in. He's been a revelation on the left, as we discussed previously. F- what a strike for the third and the second. Let's yeah, talk about the that. The third goal. Has to be goal of the season, surely. Yeah, I think so. What about you, Tom? Oh, there's Dembele, the isn't there? No, goal of the season was the one at uh, Wickham away. That was a good goal, but yeah, I was yeah. I don't I don't know. That was a competent goal. It was a good goal, but oh. exactly, and that's that's the beauty. <laughs> that's what makes it goal of the season, not just some wonder strike. It's but, the build up, everything that goes with it beforehand. That's what, what about makes it what about season. Dembele's at Cheltenham? The ball came in and he back heeled it and makes it through the keeper. If I remember, oh yeah, the 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 goal On the volley. Pretty good, yeah. Burnett, so we've got quite a few to go from, even though we scored only about 12. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty good. So we go into next season. Uh, I'm not going to talk about retain lists and everything else like that because it drives you mad, doesn't it? Because I don't know about you guys, but I, when a player comes in, I tend to have no idea who they are. No, most of the time, not a clue. Um, Tom might be different. Um, has anybody got anything they would like to talk about before we go on to... Listeners' questions. Uh, yes. Okay. Of the four teams in the playoffs, who do we want to uh, go up? Well, it's isn't it only isn't the final decided now? No. Huh? Yeah, I, it is. Yeah, Sutton, Boreham, Wood was the other day, wasn't it? Yeah, because no, uh, the conference from who do we want to go up from League League Two to League One? Oh, Are I don't care. Stay in the division. I honestly don't give a shit. <laughs> I would so okay. My thoughts on it: I'd like Exeter to go up because they're a fan-owned club, but um, Lincoln obviously don't want them to go up because they're lording it up too much. Notts County, I don't want them to go up either because I quite like us having the joint mantra of being uh, the most promoted and relegated teams in the football league, and that would just be another one over them. And I can't even remember who the other team is. Coventry. No, they need to pay their penance a little bit more. Um, they're a bit Bradford City-esque, really. You only come here to watch Coventry and all that sort of rubbish. Uh, yeah, so I th- yeah Exeter for me. So I did have an opinion. What about you, Henry? No, um, probably Exeter because they're the furthest away. I think yeah, for you, it. mate. 
for you and for for everyone in Grimsby because I've got to speak for the my southern brethren out here and Tom's the same because that would have been quite a local game for you Exeter wouldn't it yeah I want Exeter to stay down because I didn't get to go this year and uh I, I would quite like to go we've lost a and lot of teams it's, it's a close one I think uh I, I want Lincoln stay because we need that game it's a guaranteed sellout for us and um it's always good to beat them and uh, I think Notts County is a good one as well because they bring loads to Blundell Park and we take loads to their place. So I'd have to say I'd quite like Coventry to go up because they're quite a big club as well. So it'd be just, I think next year they'll probably get it right, Coventry. Uh, and it, I just, well, I, I, but as a Southerner, I just want teams nearby. So we're, we're talking about that going up. It's Tramir or Boreham Wood in the National Playoff League final. Do you want the established club or Boreham Wood and the delights of if you've missed Braintree and you've missed their facilities, you get it back with Boreham Wood? Boreham Wood, because they're closer to me. Would uh, ground make the ground grade and come up? If Accrington Stanley's makes the ground grade, Boreham Wood makes the ground grade. I didn't go to Boreham Wood when we were in the conference, but I have been to So I can. It's basically Braintree. But heartbreak for me, Aldershot lost out. Last minute. It was Boreham's not that far away. It's no, it's Landon, isn't it? North Landon. It's basically it's basically the wall if it was in Game of Thrones, it's that far north. Um yeah, so yeah, it's I'd quite like Boreham Wood and the idea of Coventry going there would be nice. Uh, and if <laughs> and if Sunderland come through go through the ta- go through the league again, that'd be brilliant to see Sunderland and Boreham Wood playing one another. No, just me. Yeah, Bo- no, it's boring wood for me. I'd rather see them go up. Uh, I don't particularly like Tranmere. No, me neither. Um, what well, uh, did we get your opinion on it? I don't know, Tom. Tranmere or boring wood? Uh, Tranmere, because it's practically Wales, so I could get to that one. <laughs> as, as as someone who frequents the Wirral uh, every, uh, quite often, because my mum lives there, um, I'll leave that with I'll leave that opinion with you because it is not appreciated <laughs> up north. <laughs> Um, well, oh, that's why I said it. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I got the water with some Shamrock Rovers fans this week for my uh, preview piece in the in the St Pat's program. So, um, um, uh, if anybody wants to tweet me from the Wirral and tell me that it's not Wales, go ahead. I, cool. I'm, so, I'm on form this week with regard to replies. Uh, so, uh, pre-season tours. Who as someone has asked so. Peter and Exile Mariner have asked about their um, uh, pre-season tours. Where would we like to go? Um, have we ever been on one? I went to Barnstable and Biddeford uh, years ago, um, which was a bit dull. Um, what about you guys? Anywhere you'd like to go? Uh, anywhere with cheap alcohol? I've, for I've, me? I've never been on one. Anywhere with cheap booze, quite right. Ibiza, somewhere, Ibiza Cup. Somewhere, some, somewhere grotty and European, I think. Somewhere, have a little bit of a tour. Maybe Tom can arrange it in Spain. Yeah, we could do a Bilbao one. There's plenty of teams around there that we could play. Baracaldo, Sestal, Santucci. Oh, is that how the? How, is that how you say that name? I've never. I've seen. I've seen you type it. Um, so um, yeah, that would be great. Um, I don't know I, the Ibiza Cup, which was back in the two, early two thousands. That would have been. There's got to be some stories from that galley in Ibiza. <laughs> that has to be surely. That has to be some. That has to be a gold mine of stories. Um, <laughs> that would be incredible. 
Um, yeah, I I would quite like that. Sweden has obviously been mentioned, but the alcohol is incredibly expensive up there. Uh, so I would not like to go back there. But if we go, I would be more than happy to go. Uh, I'd love to go to a, a little bit of a foreign game. I, that's always been my idea of a um, sort of a, another version of the Checker Trade Trophy, where we all play against like a Spanish second or third division team um, and have a, like a mini European Cup. Uh, that would always be quite exciting. I don't know about you guys. I'm on my own. You're on your own. <laughs> I'm on my own. Fine. Cool. Um, that's it. It's nice and short and sweet, I think, today. Um, anybody else got anything to add before we go? No, I mean, we oh, won't we disappear finished. over the summer, will we? The Fenty statement. Um, well, I think our, our, our thoughts were we're going to have a, a, a sort of dedicated futurist type podcast at some point over the summer. Is that right, Alex? I so want to talk. Uh, but I will. I really want to talk about it. But I think we need to get some lawyers in first. <laughs> uh, we're going to have a proper chat about it. I'm going to try and invite. If you want to talk about it, please come on. It's a really in- interesting. Uh, from, looking from the outside, not on the inside, it's terrifying. But from the outside, it's a really interesting thing in which um, he's. It's worth discussing, and I, we want everybody's opinions because I am adamantly anti-Fenty, um, and. Uh, from recent polls would suggest about three quarters of the, the fan base are, but I want to hear from other people as well. Is it just nerves or scare or of a fear of the unknown that's sort of putting you off it or, or, or what? So please get involved with it. We are going to do it. We're going to let's put, some, I'll put some dates in the diary. I would imagine it'll be two or three parts. Uh, and hopefully we can do something when we go up, I'll come up to Grimsby and we will do a, a pub thing and everybody, can, anybody who wants to come can come and join us. Um, that's on the that's on the cards. Well, I'm trying to sort that out too, uh, and that's it. Anybody else got anything to add? No, I'm I'm all I'm all done. I'm I'm sure our next pod when we'll talk about who we catch and sort of it will probably come out tomorrow. Target. Yeah, I mean the list will come out tomorrow, and then our podcast will come out in about six weeks when we get around to it. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> forgets. Uh, Tom, anything to add? No. Good, brilliant. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, enjoy the whatever remains of your bank holiday. Uh, sorry, it was so uh, fragmented. We will um, be back in a couple of, uh, hopefully, in a week or so's time. I say that, and then you'll be here into the next one in October. Uh, but there we go. Uh, goodbye from me. Goodbye from Henry. Goodbye. Goodbye from Tom. It sounds like a really bad Ronnie to Ronnie sketch right now. Bye. Good. Uh, we're safe. We're back in the glories of football league. Who'd have thought it felt this? Thanks. Good? fuck for that exactly that is all you can say about it uh thanks guys bye all right cheers oh thanks man see you see you in a bit th- we'll do another one at the end of the week i think and then we'll i'll probably try and put it a bit more organized together yeah so we'll do one when we got the retain list and then we can talk about players a bit more yeah i think i think it's really interesting and we probably should come up with a couple of ideas as well uh about yeah. what who we'd what like to see to come in yeah that sounds good Cool. All right then, guys. See you in a bit. All right. See you soon, guys. Bye. See you. Cheers, guys.